Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. When I sang in the arms of the angels, was it too was it too much? It was a, a little much, but also you, you could tell it was from the heart, so it was it was good. I think we head back to Waterdeep, we talk to Leosin. I don't know about you, I feel a gaping hole in my life that needs to be filled. You sissy nanny pants! You stole my spell book! Hey, do you hear fighting? Yeah, it sounds like, uh, like wizards? Could you help me get my spell book back? You hold him down, I'll like rub dirt in his face or something? (laughs) What if you had a competition and the winner wins the rights to own the book? Ooh, we could be judges. So a five minute time limit, whoever can do it in five minutes, chop style. All right, one axe and one bag of holding coming up. How long do you think they've been battling? I think a while. I think Armix was young when they started. <laughs> but hey, you got that sweet bag there. And I got this axe that, I've, that we've been looking for for fuck, millenniums, pretty much. Oh, that's good. Maybe they'll make you king because of it. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Tom Laird. <laughs> that's me. I play Flint Firebeard. And that's it. That's all that's with me today. <laughs> solo a, Flint episode. Just a solo Flint episode. Flint finds himself. No one else Amy's here. Amy's just here for moral support. Yeah. I play some NPCs. Have fun. <laughs> also with me, Amy Moore. It's true. Regardless of what Russ says, I'm never allowed to skip a podcast like Carla does. <laughs> Carla, you get special treatment. I think you might be the favorite. And I play Thea Amastasia, a druid elf. An elf druid. A druid. I mean, it's it's fine either way, I An think. An elf druid. Yeah. A druidic elf. A druidic elf. An elven of, druid. An elven. Of the moon S- circle. Correct. S- circle of the moon. Circle of the moon. Uh, yeah. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. It's a Flint and Thea episode today. Oh, you're so in for a get, treat. get buckled in. Strap in. And strap um, on. I will, I will. I will give. I mean, we've already done two of these episodes. If this is your first episode and you don't want season one spoiled, now's the time to stop. Collaborate I mean, and there's listen. There's a reason Carla's not here. Wink. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, where we? Some time has passed. No, we have to do Patreon uh, dedication. Oh, right. I was trying to come up with a where we also, but there was nothing there. Oh, I thought I you were thought trying to jump right into a, the story. where we were last time sort of thing. Yeah. He hasn't fucked it yet. 
So this episode is going to go everybody. Perfect. I have red wine, people. I have red wine. Whew. Goes right to your head. Mm-hmm. Um, where we don't always have red wine, but sometimes we do, is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Where if you haven't stopped by there recently, we have some pretty cool news. We have some pretty cool stuff that you can go check out. Like some deep burp bops. That's exactly I've correct. Cut that out. Now you're just deep burp bopping. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows me for my hip deep burp bops. <laughs> Um, but what is always consistent over there is you get an episode dedicated to you when you're a patron. And today's episode is dedicated to Coopmer. Hey, Thanks, Coop. Coop. Thank you very much. Thank you, Coop. Carla thanks you too, probably. I mean, we'll find out. Maybe. We'll never know. Yeah. Um, it just means that it's more concentrated, the thank you, because it's just That's between right. three people instead of four. Right. right. It's Obviously. not this diluted thank you that we usually give. <laughs> this shit is concentrated. It's the real stuff. With just Paul wait, there's saying. ever just an episode of two people? Oh, man. It'll happen. That thank you is going to blow you out of your seat. Wait, I believe there's been talk of Russ just doing a uh, Hillop and a Francis and Flamikins oh. episodes. So. Um, yeah, no. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. He fucked it. He did. (laughs) He did it. We find ourselves back in the Well of Dragons. Thea, you are knelt over... Nulara's body. Flint is standing stunned off a distance away. We see a couple quick flashes, couple jumps of image from Thea's face to Flint looking away to the dagger on Nulara's belt. Thea grabs the dagger quickly and stabs it into the charred body of Nulara. Suddenly, everywhere around you, Thea, is black. Hello? Your voice echoes off into the unknown beyond what you can see. Donnie? What? You begin to hear footsteps. Like someone walking in just a thin puddle. Just like they're walking in water. You look around and you see coming towards you a very shadowy silhouette come into focus. A couple more flashes and the the person who you can tell kind of jumps in distance towards you quickly. Directly before your face you see Nulara. She's drenched, wet, Eyes are sunken, her complexion is sallow, and she grabs you and says, Thea, help me. Help me, Thea, help me. And you wake. Ah! 
What's, uh, what, what, what's the problem? I had that dream again. Again? Fuck, what is this, the 10th time? Feels like it. Maybe, maybe there's something we can do to help her. Maybe this is prophetic. Or, I mean, maybe, maybe we can do something to stop having this dream come up for you. Well, okay, yeah, sure, but what what if it is prophetic? And I stop the dreams and, and New Lara's soul is trapped somewhere, or... And, and we have a chance to help her, but we don't. Well, shit, you had to put it that way, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, let's, uh, let's figure this out. If there's a chance that we can help her out with whatever, I mean, we over. Yeah, we do. And stop hogging all the blankets. <sighs> uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Dwarfs, we get cold. <laughs> we run chilly. <laughs> you get up and uh, start your day. I assume you head back on the road. Last we saw you, you were traveling towards Waterdeep. That's still the plan. Sure. Yes. Okay. Uh, you hop back on the road, and um, to this point, you have passed many small towns, all of which have been um, uh, evacuated or just left uh, because of the battle with the Cult of the Dragon. Um, and you come upon one, a large sign notes the town name of Fairhaven. And as you come in, you notice that um, people have begun to return to this town. You see caravans coming up the road um, as you are coming up to it. And it looks like people are, are moving back in. Wow. It's a good sign. What do you think, uh, what do you think happened here? Just more cult shenanigans? Probably. People are trying to put back the pieces of their broken lives after everything that's happened. I, I think it's a, a good sign. Everything's returning to normal, I guess. Should we see if they, uh, need a hand or anything, or, or what's the plan here? Yeah. Sidle up to a friendly-looking caravan. You see um, a caravan filled with uh, what looks like a couple families, um, and they're offloading some things into a house near the edge of this town. Can we uh, can we help you out at all? Is there anything you need? Oh, uh, y- uh, yes. Um, sorry, uh, sorry. Were you were you with the caravan before? Uh, You're coming from the other direction. No, we're just we're just passing through on our way back to Waterdeep. Oh, of course. Um, a lot of people coming coming back out this way. Um, but but yes, of course we've got uh, we've got some heavier boxes that uh, you could that would be great if you could help. You're speaking to a uh, a human woman, um, just about uh, five feet, dirty blonde hair. Kind of looks like she's in um, a bit of a tattered, a tattered dress, but um, 
it appears that she's been putting herself together for this moment. Sorry, um, hi, I'm, I'm Thea. Uh, yes, yes, pleasure to meet you. Um, my name's Morgana, nice to meet you. I'm Merlin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Flint, Flint over here there, uh, Morgana. Pleasure, pleasure. Um, this is my family, as she points out to a couple kids, that's, uh, Goman and Falrin. My husband, he's off uh, helping some other 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 families get their stuff moved in. How long have you been away from your home? Uh, it's, it seems like a while now. We we went to Waterdeep once the cult started um, uh, hitting smaller towns. Um, so it's been a couple months. It feels like. That you're happy to be back. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's uh, it's certainly a nice change. How about you two? Wait, don't I know you from somewhere? No, probably not. I mean, we, we've been around. Make a deception check. I don't know, both of you. Uh, deception... 14. Four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely not the Flint Firebeard from the song and the... <laughs> The decimator of dragons, if that's hundred percent not. I mean, <laughs> that guy's a dwarf. I hear. <laughs> I'm clearly halfling. Clearly. Um. No, really. I think. I think. Hmm. You just look very familiar, and like I've seen you on some big, big poster somewhere. Big sign, big banner. I've, just, I've been told I have one of those beards, you know? That's it. That's the beard. Wait. She comes in a little closer. Are, are, are you... The dec decimators of dragons? Uh, what's, uh... What's left of us? Yep. Wow. Um... I can tell you're you're trying to keep a low profile, unsuccessfully, sir. If you don't mind me saying, you're wearing exactly the same outfit as on that big banner. I mean, it's the beard. It's kind of a hard thing to hide. I gotta be honest. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'll 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 I won't I won't make a big deal out of it. Um, but thank you for everything that you you've done. I'd say any time, but I really hope we don't have to do that. Yeah, I'd prefer if we didn't have to again, that's for sure. It's fair. I, I, I pick up a crate and I go, kitchen? Y yes, please. Yeah. It's books, but I'm sure we'll find we'll find out where it goes. You can in read in any room. The box marked kitchen books. They could be in, cookbooks. In, could be. Um, you go about uh, helping Morgana unload her, her boxes and you get... You get everything all packed up and inside. Well, I guess I guess we'd best be off. Are you uh, where? Where are you headed? Uh, back to Waterdeep. Well, um, just just be be weary. Well, not weary, but careful. Um, the the roads are pretty packed with people uh, moving back out. As you probably know, the city was pretty. Uh, Overloaded, and now they're trying to get everybody relocated back to uh, 
if they have a town left, back to their towns. If not, then to uh, a, a neighboring neighboring city or town. Well, maybe we'll take the back roads. Well, that's a good idea. Of course. Okay, well, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much for, for everything. Good luck, Morgana. Thank you. Get back on our little wagon with Tiny and Clip Clop. You make your way through this town and you see um, a, a look that you haven't seen on just the common folk, for lack of a better term, in quite a while. Um, people of any village across Faerun, you haven't seen a look of hope and happiness. It's nice, isn't this nice? It's nice. I knew Lara would have liked this. Who do you think we can talk to about this dream and the possible implications of it? Well, if we meet any, like, rogue gypsies or witches in the woods, I mean... I mean, we have a bit of a track record with witches in the woods, if you do recall. They always have some good insights to that kind of stuff, but maybe it'd be safest to keep that information and discuss it with someone once we get to Waterdeep. Mm. Can't remember who's there. I'm suffering from PTSD. Maybe, like, do you think the Arcane Brotherhood knows anyone who delves in that kind of stuff? Maybe. Can't hurt to ask. As you exit the town, make a perception check. Well. Is... 19. Ooh, I did even better. No, I got the same. 19. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get to the edge of town and back into moving into some forested area, and you think you hear um, cries of help from behind you in the town. You hear that? I mean, it's always it's always something, isn't it? I was just joking, but it's, if it's a fucking witch, I'm just leaving. <laughs> well, I mean, usually they don't cry out for help. You've, you've oh, shit, unless it's someone dead. crying out for help because of a witch. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, let's go. So we turn around and come back into the... You quickly make your way towards where you hear the screaming, and it's coming from the center of town. This is Woken Donnie. Uh, he wakes up and says, hey, what, uh, what's going on out there? And as you get around the corner to the town square, you see the ground starting to heave up. And coming up from it are monstrous centipedes. Tremors! Where's Kevin Bacon? They begin pouring out of the ground in front of you and roll for initiative. Yeah, we do. And that's a four. Five. Uh, Plus two. That is a 17 for old Flint. Uh, just like old times. Right? Sorry, you got a four? No, I got a five. Yeah, how dare you, I Russ? Plus, I have a plus two to my initiative. Flint, you're up first. So you have in front of you, rough estimate, you've got between 10 and 15 centimeters coming up and out of the ground. You see that they're surrounding some people on a far side of this square that you're in. Um, and there are people running in every direction around you. Uh, yeah, Flint uh, pulls the sword out from behind his back and says, uh, things are uh, about to get moist. 
<laughs> queuing up his moist tongue longsword to do extra damage. And he uh, attacks the the centipede closest to him. Alrighty. With a 21. Nah. The 21's now the new one. Okay. Perfect. And, uh, yeah. No, that will hit. It's opposite day. Yeah. I should have gone first. It's My Russ is awesome. sassy today. Alright. Oh, I need two D6s as well, because I've activated the sword. Okay, we got uh, 15 slashing damage, and then four cold damage. So 19 damage in total. Holy fuck. You leap down off of the wagon into this this fray of writhing and wriggling Centipedes. Hi, I'm Yusuf Dahl, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman, and it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more. A message from the Fable and Folly Network. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Um, but you launch yourself down into them, and you cleave through one entirely and into another one. Perfect. Time for the second of three attacks. Thea claps and is like, kill them all. Ooh, that's not very good. That's a 12. A 12 will not do it. One sack. One sack. Just have Glances to go. Glances off its natural armor. Just have to go back over Flint's uh, skills and shit here. Ah, no, it's a one or two on a damage roll, not an attack roll. All right. And one more attack. And that is a 23. That will. Okay, that is 9 plus 8 cold damage, so 17 in total. The second one that you hit kind of turns to you and looks with its beady eyes as you strike into its face, and it explodes back and out towards some running people, and they're covered in centipede goop. Sorry about that! Ah! (laughs) Uh, That's it for Flintstone. All right, some centipedes across the square, and they are 
corralling and cornering some townsfolks. And they go to attack them. Holy shit, there's bystanders now. The stakes have been raised. Innocent the stakes ones. stakes have been raised. I mean, you guys can cleave through fucking anything, so I gotta give you something to work for here. Um, you see one of them jump up and bite at one of these, uh, one of these townspeople. Um, and they sustain some damage and make us. Um, and the one that bites, um, lets out a yell and falls to the ground as the centipede crawls over top of them. Thea, your turn. Uh, how far am I from the centipedes that are crawling the people? Probably 50 feet. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast at the one, um, that one that's, like, furthest away from the people. Still in the group, but... Okay. Uh, so that is instantaneous. An attack roll per each. Okay. And... I get four beams. I'm at 17th level. Four beams. 16th. 16th level. Oh, 16th. Okay, fine. Three beams. I'm going to roll all three d 100%. I thought you said beams and not beams. (laughs) I'm going to throw some beans at them. Well, here's a nat 20. Oh. Here's a 19. Oh. What is this? Here's an 11, but my um, attack bonus is a plus 7, so that's an 18. Oh! All right, roll me some damage. Okay. It's going to be... Ooh. Roll your double one I'll first. Roll my double. So the double is 2d10 force damage. Ooh, that's a 6. And that's a 7. Oh, baby. Um, which, uh... 13 for the... Where are you aiming each of these three? All at one or at three different ones? I think it's going to be three different ones. Okay. So the first one goes to... The one that maybe bit the person? Sure. Well, no, isn't that crawling on top of the person right now? Yeah. I don't want to do that. What if it hits the person? Maybe you're like a fucking sniper with these uh, with these beams. And you're level level sixteen. Yeah, okay. Druid. I'm gonna explode it on top of that guy, and he's gonna be fucking grateful. <laughs> and he he is, and he and you do. It rains down. This first bolt hits into that. It's almost like goes up its butt and like spreads like oh, good, s- yeah. Nice. They're centipedes. I gotta do something. Right. Might as well be butt stuff. Might as well. <laughs> Wouldn't be an <laughs> episode of Dungeons say. if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be butt stuff. That's what I always say. Uh, that is four. That is a four for the next one. Second beam strikes into one of them and like loses a bunch of its legs and turns and looks towards your direction and begins crawling that way. Bring it! And the next one, oh, it's only a one. Um, and I hits, murdered one. Hits another one and barely notices. It thought it just kind of stumbled over a rock. Keeps going towards some more townspeople. It's more centipedes turns. Ones that are near you and they come to bite you. Me? Um, or me? Well, I mean, both of you. just said you. you. I mean, so. both of you. Oh. All right. There's a bunch of them, so... Um, you folks. Two the of them are going you. to... A- That's right. Two of them are going to attack at Flint. Well, that is double 19s. 
plus fours. That's craps. That's double 23s. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. Oh, yeah. And that's a natural 20 and a 15 for Thea, a 19 for Thea. Yeah, those are both hit. Yeah, all right. Let's roll some damage. Flint, you're going to take nine piercing damage, and you must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Is this non-magic damage, Russ? This is non-magic. This is centipedal damage. And you said nine, correct? Nine. All right, I will take six because of my heavy armor mastery. Yeah. And then you said a constitution saving throw? You betcha. That is a 17. You are fine. Yeah. Gotta love them plus four bonuses. Thea, you will take ten piercing damage and also must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Dag Navit. Nine? You failed, but it's poison, so you're fine. Oh, yay. Awesome. <laughs> uh, back to Flint. Uh, Some of these centipedes have started, uh, that are on the outer edges, have started to go into the town. Is there still some that are around, like, townsfolk? Yes, on the other side of the square. How far away away from me are they? Approximately 40 feet. All right. I will walk, like, I don't know, 10 or... 15 feet or so. How far do we have with the jumpy diamonds, Russ? Was it 30 feet? 30 feet with the jumpy diamonds. Now, if you walk, I will invoke two opportunity attacks against you. Two? Two well, opportunity there are attacks? Two that just bit you. Okay. You know what? Let's attack these two first, and then maybe I'll go for a little walk in a jumpy diamond. There you go. All right. All right. First one coming at you. That is a 27. Just, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This is a good one. All right. Uh, seven plus nine is 16 damage. That one that was getting all sassy and was like, opportunity attack. Yeah, you just split hit skull. Perfect. Like, uh, have a skull or is it's it exoskeleton? Exoskull. Let's go for the uh, other one that would have been uh, opportunistic against me because I'm assuming there yep. was two. There were two. Uh, oh, that's a nat 20. I mean, you can roll it. I mean, I gotta roll it just for the sake of... I rolled an at 20, and you gotta roll it. Uh, so that is 8 plus 7, 15. Followed by another 5, so that's 20, plus another 16. So that is 36 damage. You know what? You strike into this one, and you hit it so hard... It blinks out of existence. <laughs> no, not even that. You hit it so hard and with such accuracy that its body splits in twain and shoots off and does more damage to two that are farther away, just like their legs like pierce into these other two centipedes. And you've taken out four centipedes with this. Just like I planned it. Uh, and now I'm going to toss the little jumpy diamond up in the air, looking over towards uh, where these town people are, uh, where there's other centipedes attacking them. And I'm going to arrive right over there, and I'm going to do a little more hacking and or a slashing. All right. Been wanting to use the jumpy diamond forever. I so know. Now's the goddamn time. Uh, that is a 26. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so that is 11 plus 6, so 17 damage there. You get one right, you kind of appear and move to get this one right as it's about to jump at some townspeople um, and uh, pin it to the ground with your sword. Excellent. That is all for Flint's turn. Well, that's it. Just take out half the centipede. Well, I could action surge if you want me to try fourth, but... No, 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 that's fine. (laughs) Can I play... I don't know. You gotta Sorry, talk Amy. to Mr. Twelve Turns I over here. I want to play. <laughs> um, it would have been the centipedes' turns, but uh, now it's got, Amy's turn. They got got, so it's Thea's turn. There are two centipedes around you, and you see some, uh, maybe three or four more going into the city or into the town. Amy, I made cool. it your turn quicker. Are you happy? I'm so happy. Uh, okay, so three or four more going back toward the town. Yeah, but two are on you. But two are on me. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I am going to have to do something about that. I'm going to do Eldritch Blast again. Against the two in front of me and one that's heading toward the city. All right. Town. Uh, well, then that one's only a 13. 18 and 17. All of those will hit. Ooh. All right. So for the ones that are on me... One gets two damage. Yes. Force damage. Another one gets four damage. All right. And the next one is a one. Watch out. I'm a level 16, bitches. Calm yourselves down. <laughs> so your Eldritch Blast goes out and like, like vaporizes into the face of these centipedes who now their eyes shrivel up, but they're just kind of riling around on the ground in front of you. One goes off and fires into the back end of one and just kind of skitters it further into the town quickly. Whoops. Sorry. I'm, you know, that dream really got me. I'm not at my best right now. Uh, the centipedes that are, just, they're just kind of spinning. They're going to try to attack you, but at disadvantage. Um, that's going to be a 16 for the first Attacking one. me? Yeah. They should always attack me with disadvantage. I have my cloak of displacement on. It got shredded. It got shredded by Tiamat. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure she's had time to sew it back together, Russ. Fuck it. It's got duct tape on it. Uh, It's got to be re-enchanted as shit. And you haven't stopped down to do that. So you get hit by one because the other one rolled an eight. Okay. Uh, That's going to be six piercing damage. And poison, but whatever. Yeah. Um, back to Flint. So there are no more around you. Uh, you too have seen uh, some go in the direction of the city. You look back at Thea. She has um, two that are just kind of spinning and trying to bite her, but appear to have something you know optically wrong with them. Um, and there is the one townsperson who uh, is uh, knocked down to the ground and appears to be unconscious. Alright, uh, I guess I'll make my way over to Thea's crazy spinning <laughs> centipedes of death. Okay. Um, how far away are they from me? Uh, they, you were 40 feet to get across to the townspeople, so... 
So somewhere in that or, neighborhood? Somewhere in that neighborhood. Okay. Uh, I'll make my way towards her, but I can't get that far on uh, one set of movement. Uh, oh, I guess I could dash. That uses up one of my actions, correctly? Yes. Okay, I will dash over there, and I will attack uh, the first of the two spinning centipedes. Possibly with disadvantage, because they're spinning and therefore are probably harder to hit. I mean, they can't see, which would put them at a disadvantage, okay. so you would probably get advantage, because oh. they don't know it's coming. Because they oh. they can't dodge or anything, right? I'm uh, Well, first one was a nat 20, so... Alright. Out of curiosity, I'm going to roll the second one. Alright, it was the 13, it was restricted. See if that dice is broken, just right. rolling too right. many nats. Like he does. I mean, I feel like I could save these for our other game, and they would be more useful there than they are right here. But uh, yeah, you don't know what kind of use these these centipedes are. Well, that's true. Uh, okay, so thirteen plus four is seventeen plus ten is twenty seven damage. Uh, it's spinning very quickly, but you, you you kind of give one of these like you're watching it, like your head's going around <laughs> in circles, and then you just you get it, just like tracking it. it. Yeah. It's middle time! Can't touch this. It's middle time. Welcome to the middle of the episode. This is where we talk about things and stuff and how much we love you. Wow. And do two songs right off the bat? Yeah, yeah that should was we back do, to back. Should we do an interlude where it's all song? Oh. I'm, I mean, you mean no? Like that episode of Buffy? <laughs> yeah, we're going yes. to we're gonna have to maybe It's a bit of a high water mark. We'd have to... Hold on. Yeah, we yeah. have to just try patrons, a little harder. Right? Why would this just be well, for no, patrons? interludes are for everyone. Oh, this interludes is, are for this everyone. This is where we try and get them to become patrons. Then I will not sing, because I don't know if Joss Whedon will come after me. <laughs> he might. He might. Oh, so Joss. become a patron. Maybe you'll get some. Joss, turn it off right now. Yeah. Or just use that you, skip Joss, 30 ahead. Turn it off. Yeah. Just skip 30 seconds ahead. This one isn't ahead. for you. Yeah. Joss, I know you're a big fan. But yeah, this one's not, not today. for you. Yeah. Not today, right now, but... I'm mad at you today, Joss. I'm mad at you for what you did to Cordelia. It's all right. He skipped it. Angel. So. Oof. Spoilers. Hot, hot. <laughs> not much of one. Really? I mean, that not was really. like 10 years ago. Uh, uh, at least. I know. And also, it's not like you said what happened. Exactly. But something anyway, now knows it happens. Patreon.com. Seems like this is the interlude for our Josh cast. cast. Our Joss cast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, page. Just just jossing around. <laughs> <laughs> TM. TM, TM. Because uh, you never know, right? You never know. Maybe we'll want another podcast. We don't have it's enough. It's entirely possible. What are we Russ talking about? Russ is looking it up right right looking to see if it's just jossing around it's is taken. Going to go down God, right we could now. watch all the jo- <laughs> Should There's too many stuff? things, honestly. That That's good content. That's good that means content. we would never run out. Okay. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. That's where we would like you to go visit. Why? Yes, please. Because when you're a patron at a specific tier, we can play a game with you. Yes. What? But uh, that tier called Game Time, we you get a whole bunch of other stuff, like everything else that's available over there, which is a whole bunch of bonus content, very exclusive, very cool. But at this tier at Game Time, we get to play a, sit down and play a game with you. We prep it. We do all the work. We just tell you what kind of character you got to make, and then you can come hang out with us. That's right. It's so fun. Dungeons. Game time. Excellent. 
I'm currently uh, the the person in charge of DMing this month's uh, mm-hmm. game time shenanigans. I have one sentence written on a piece of paper. Ooh. You guys don't get to see what it actually said. Um, but it is the basis of everything I'm working towards. <laughs> so. Ooh, intriguing. Mm, interesting. Let's start guessing. Yes. Let's start Ooh. guessing. Um, is it uh, an animal? No. It's a sentence, Russ. High heels, pantyhose, and other question mark? Oh, write this down. That sounds more like a shopping list, but all right. <laughs> Anyways, you're going to figure out what that sentence is if you come join us. Patreon.com slash Dumb Dragon Cast. If the game time is a little bit out of your reach, though, we totally understand. We have a plethora of bonus content, including. Good word, Russ. Thank you. Including our new show, which is starting January 2020, which is being released exclusively to patrons called Facing Fate. Where we do indeed face fate. We do. And it's quite frightening. And it is not D&D. It is something Other different. Other stuff. It is. Yeah. Our first season is called Lunacorp. And it's got, uh, you know, it's got some sci-fi. It's got some thrills. It's got some scares. It's got some clip-clopping. And hip-hopping. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has either of those things. It has okay. both of those things, actually. Oh. Well, maybe not the hip-hopping, but it does have clip-clopping because, you know... Uh, there's the one character who walks kind of funny, and we draw attention mm. to it every time she comes in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still got that good old Dungeons and Dragons humor, but a little edgier. We're edgier. edgier. It's yeah. just a little different. That's it's all. It's just different, and we enjoy it. And that's available over at Patreon.com/slash/DumbDragonCast. We'd love you to come see what we have to offer. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Russ is Nobody running knew low where on that batteries, sentence was going to go. Yeah, Russ's <laughs> battery is at 4% and flashing. <laughs> I, just, I just, just gave a lot. I just gave a lot you in did. that side-scroller well, episode, which you can also have access to. Yeah, if you're a patron. I think there's a common theme here. You should come patronize us. Please. <laughs> is that how we want to phrase that? I think it is. I think it is. Please it's come okay. patronize us. <laughs> <laughs> we are way too up on our high horse right now, and yeah. I we need a little bit of real talk. I think this is. <laughs> I think we've gone a little far off the tracks here, but this is exactly what we need. Mm. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. And in the meantime, go listen to that promo that's coming up next. And then the episode. Oh, yeah. Don't just stop at the promo. No, because... Yeah. Finish the episode, too. Flint and Thea, they're up to some wild and crazy stuff. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Uh, All right. And I guess uh, second one, that is a 15 on the attack roll, Russ. That will also hit. Oh, I was pleasantly surprised about that. Uh, 10 and 5, 15. Uh, This last centipede that you can see is uh, also now dispatched centipede guts strewn across uh, below your feet uh, you look around and survey the situation there's a giant not a giant but a large a hole where these centipedes came up um, you hear some distant calls distant screaming um, sounds like maybe they've moved into other parts of the city as you had watched them go um, and there is a townsperson unconscious you're not in direct combat anymore, so you can do whatever you want. Can I pick up this townsperson and, like, firemen carry them back into town? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, technically you're in town, but you oh. can take them somewhere to and to perhaps a another group. Sorry, I thought you said the centipede was like heading into town. So. Oh, sorry. No, I had I had you placed like in town square. Oh, okay, perfect. Yep. So you're in town. So like further in town, they're heading. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, they're going out into like. Hit the mic. They're going out into like the surrounding suburbs of oh, okay. town. You know, as well, far as small towns go. Well, in that case, I guess we can maybe just leave this person here if it doesn't look like there's any immediate danger. Yeah, I, th- I think main objective is stop other ones from doing more damage. Yeah. Oh, right. can we, can I, like, put this person on the cart? Sure you can. I just get them off the ground. That might be at least some form of protection if there's more centipedes that show up. Donnie kind of leans back in the back of the wagon and is like, yeah, you guys look like you had it there. I'll watch this this mook. Yeah, thanks thanks for all your help, Donnie. You, you walk away and you hear him. He's like, hey, hey, buddy. You got you got bit by a centipede. Now you're going to wake up to a dragon face when you wake up. That's going to be real exciting. Oh, boy, this was a good idea. Because these people are not at all, you know traumatized by the recent event. No, they haven't right. had any trouble with dragons. No. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. It's gonna yeah. be fine. Alright, I guess uh, take off after these other centipedes. Alright. You know the approximate direction, but as you follow, um, you need to roll a survival check. Or, uh, or nature. Nature or survival. I will choose nature because I have a much better bonus than that one. Oh, I critically failed, so it does not matter. Oh. Are you going to attempt to do anything? We're not in combat, so you guys are together. Okay, yeah, then yes. Fuck me. <laughs> um, it's going to be... Well, survival's plus four, so how about an eight? Solid. Uh, you begin walking, and you kind of lose the path after a little while. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I don't know where we are. Yeah, I've uh, I've totally lost track of everything. Should we retrace our steps? Yeah, I guess. Uh, you begin retracing your steps, and you make it about halfway back to the town square when you hear a, another scream off into your right. Shall we run to the scream? Like, you're already behind me. (laughs) See, he's taken off. (laughs) Run we shall. Uh, You make it there, and you see a woman running out of a house, and she passes you, like, running full tilt, doesn't stop to say anything. I think we're going the right way. I think so. Let's get into that house over there. You make it into the house, and it's dark and shadowy. Make a perception check. 14. 13. Flint, you see um, kind of the tail end of what you uh, think is uh, centipede go down some stairs. I just barrel on down those stairs. Following quickly behind. What are you doing? I've seen him murder like a hundred centipedes in like the last five minutes. Okay. So I yell after him. I'm going to make sure everyone's safe. And I go and I go upstairs to like go to like investigate the rooms. Okay, uh, you make it down to the basement and you roll a perception check. 
Gladly, good sir. That is a 15. Um, you get down to the bottom of the stairs, and um, there are some some boxes kind of stacked up, and you hear off and to the left um, the, the sound of a cent- centipede's feet. Uh, am I? Is there stuff in the way? Am I able to see? It's kind of tucked away behind some of the boxes. All right. So I guess I'll uh, rip these boxes out of the way and get my sword ready. In one fell swoop, you do so. Make a dexterity saving throw. That is a 14. Two centipedes jump out at you. Uh, you nimbly throw your dice across the room. Perfect. Mission accomplished. Nimbly dodge out of the way as you see their fangs fly towards your face. You're up first. Okay. It's uh, so a 26. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, that is 22 damage that time. It's almost like you kind of backhand your sword as you catch it and splits it. It runs all the way down those one of them. Uh, kebabbing it. Second one, 22. Uh, 5, 10, 18 damage on that one. Oh my god. Also dead. Also <laughs> dead. It didn't even turn around. Um, and you had, you had killed it. Cut its head clean off. As you stab this last one, you kind of take a quick look around the room and you see that there is a, um, a hole in the dirt um, off to where they were behind the boxes. Does this look like a hole they were like trying to escape into? Perhaps one could presume. All right. Uh, I guess I'll uh, inspectigate this hole. Roll an inspectigation. He's the best investigator. That's right. Uh, that is an 18. Um, it definitely looks like they were moving towards that direction. You look down it. You, it's, um, you can't really see where it terminates, but you get the sense and almost you, you feel kind of a draft coming back through it, leading you to believe that this hole leads elsewhere in the town. Uh, although not big enough for me to, like, climb into, I'm assuming. Mm, no, not really. Not human size, hey? No. All right. Is there any, like, bookshelves or heavy things, like maybe a filing cabinet? Because <laughs> they had those things back then, right? Definitely, yeah. Uh, that maybe is um, full of old tax returns and weighs a lot, and I can, like, dump it in front of the hole so it can't be moved? I mean, there are some pretty heavy boxes. That Perfect. Let's do heavy boxes, then. Okay. Um, you do so. Back to Thea. What are you doing? Uh, I'm running up the stairs to go see if there's anyone upstairs who needs assistance. I want to get people out of here. Uh, I'm on safety patrol because, you know, my fighting's a little iffy right now. Rubble right. on the double. I saw uh, that video. Very nicely done. Yeah, it was good, right? Uh, you quickly run up and clear all the rooms. There's nobody up there. Um, you hear Flint's footsteps coming back up the stairs after a very short amount of time. I slide down the banister and meet him at the bottom. How'd it go? I mean, seemed pretty good. I dispatched the two that I found, and uh, but there's like a tunnel of sorts down in that basement. It obviously leads somewhere. 
Oh, man. They're, they're going to want to get that checked out. Like, probably get an exterminator up in here. Yeah, maybe. They like, have a problem. Yeah, centipedes are us or something. I No, I think that's where you go to buy giant centipedes. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, then probably not that store. No. Um... I don't, I don't feel like chasing that lady down to tell her that her house is clear. Just leave like a little note on the door. Yeah, I mean, I take I do. take out a scroll <laughs> and I and I write in ve- like the penmanship is amazing, but I write killed two. This was after talking to Flint. Uh, killed two centipedes. Corpses left in basement. Sorry for the mess. Might want to get that hole taken care of. And I put it on her door. As you pin it to the door, close the door behind you ever so gently, um, and head back out into the streets, you begin to feel a rumble. Like a tremored, earthquaked rumble course through the town. Well, I can't, that can't be good. Glass begins to shatter in windows, and people that were still around begin to run out and into the forest. As you see a giant centipede. I said the last ones were monstrous, but these this one is huge. It erupts up and out. Dirt and debris flies everywhere. It easily stands about 30 feet above you. So we're talking like a dune-level sandworm. With its hundreds of legs, it screams and looks down towards you. All music in today's episode is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Ryan Cushman, Joshua Dixon, Devin Michaels, Cat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. Find out more at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And then I'm going to burp. Gross. I know. I'm the worst. Ew. How dare you, Russ? Sorry. Oh my god. I thought Paisley was the disgusting one in that room. Right? It's me. I had tacos. Well, I mean, that's so just a I, recipe for success then. Right. Oh, I actually think I've been incorrectly rolling my damage as in not giving myself enough. Because it says oh my on my God. sheet 1d10 plus 10 for the damage on this Moist Tongue Longsword. And I've been rolling 2d10s. So, whatever. I mean, pretty what? close. But yeah, you should be doing 1d10 plus 10. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. Anyways. Oh my God. All good. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Look to the sea. Wayland's assembled a team. They're inside already. This was a risky gamble. There will be consequences for the both of you. Mm, we'll threaten you with a good time. You said this would be a quick in and out job! Did, did, did I say that? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm drawing a blank here, Johnny. Peace of mind. Is that what you call it? 
you think that what you've given me is peace of mind? I knew you'd come out on the other side. That's just you, right? You never give up. Unless you're giving up on me. It's always raining in Neo-Atlantis. It can't rain all the time. That'll be enough, Mr. Indri. Enough conversation. You have a job to do. Finish it. Kill them. Return Alex Webb to us. The sentiment will surely get me killed in the process, but I mean... None of us get out of this life alive. Am I right? Cybernautica Breakwall, Cybernautica Undertow. A production of Red Fathom Entertainment. Presented by the Fable and Folly Network. Listen to both complete series now. Welcome to Neo-Atlantis. Neo-Atlantis.